0: This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter.
1: This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. This is Mike, and you can find me at I am Mike White on Twitter.
0: And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Welcome to the latest episode, the 100th episode, actually, of The Obsessive Viewer. We're a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it a genre, trope, movie or show, each episode, and you can find back episodes at ovpodcast.com. So guys, 100 episodes. 100
1: episodes. My 92nd episode or something <laughs> like
2: that, right? Right. A hundred. <laughs> Done a hundred episodes. Although, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Although Mike... Uh, in terms of like, you were in the conversation from the beginning though, so I mean, yeah. from our yeah, as part of it, yeah, in spirit,
2: yeah, you're a contributor always,
0: right? Yeah, thanks yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also it's the last episode we're recording in Turbo Roo Studios, which is just my brother's sunroom because uh, when I move, it's going to be the new Obsessive Viewer headquarters. Well, Matt's growing up and growing out. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> Took twenty eight f- years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but no, yeah.
2: We'll miss Roo Studios. It's pretty great. There's like a couch.
0: Well, well I'm taking the couch. Oh. Yeah. Did I not tell you that's going to be my couch?
2: Yeah, I thought you. I thought you were a little undecided. So.
0: No, no, no. It's a free couch. <laughs> I'm pretty decided on it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. It's no better kind. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, okay, so the last couple episodes, last week it was just me and Tiny, the week before it was me and you, Mike. Uh, So, catch up, guys. (laughs) I'll just kind of fade off into the background and you guys can catch up.
2: Yeah, Mike, how have you been, buddy?
0: Pretty good. How are you? I'm wonderful.
2: (laughs) Just wonderful. Seen
1: anything good lately? (laughs) 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 Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. I liked your um, I liked your picture that you posted to Facebook of uh, when you guys uh, the latest movie you saw. You posted a picture mm-hmm. next to the uh, Fast Seven. Oh yeah,
1: the Fast Seven or Furious Seven. Yeah,
2: that was yeah. funny. <laughs> We're <laughs> like
1: trying that. to. I guess I can explain that. We're trying to um, at AMC before every movie they kind of play like the pictures of people. If you Instagram a picture of you at the theater and hashtag uh, share AMC. You can uh, you can be on, you know, the pre-movie stuff, the screen stuff. Right. And we go, you know, every week and we're hoping to be on there. So um, every week we've been kind of taking pictures and, and crossing our fingers. And so they've got this uh, big stand-up of of Fa- Furious 7. And uh, we thought it would be funny if we just stood in front of it. I don't know. It, I guess it's funnier to see than describe.
0: but
2: Yeah. Yeah, I laughed. I did too.
0: We'll have Good. to throw it on the Facebook page. Yeah, do it. Glad you like it. <laughs> so, in with the AMC thing, uh you're wearing your shirt for every single you're obsessive your shirt, right? Yes,
1: that's correct. Every every Thursday I wear that shirt.
0: Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um so for this episode we're we've decided to do something different since it's our 100th episode and I like I think Mike, I think this was your idea to do kind of a game. Uh, yeah. So if it fails, it's on you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no. But this this week we're basically gonna do a a different instead of a main topic, we're going to have a, a game where we are going to each one of us has a list of fake movie titles that we came up with, and we're basically gonna go around and one of us is gonna say the movie title, and then the other two are gonna pick a genre for it, and then we're going to just kind of put together create a movie out of the fake movie title in the genre and we'll see how it goes. Yes.
1: Yeah. We will see.
0: Yeah.
1: So that'll be interesting.
0: It should be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited cause I've like pretty much for the last couple hours, I've just been kind of brainstorming movie titles and it's uh, like some of it is clearly because I'm, I'm, I was sitting in my room and staring at boxes that I'd packed for the move. Me too. Uh, <laughs> well, not move, but you know, all that's that yeah. <clears> okay. <throat> Right. So, and also because I was watching watching stuff on my PS3 and yeah, it's uh it should be fun. Um so how should we get this kicked off? Who wants to go first? I have like a list of like 13 or 14. I just typed up one just here a second ago. Um
2: maybe you should you should kick it off, Matt, by giving us a title.
0: Okay. And there we go. <coughs> Mike and I can
2: can run with it.
0: Okay. Uh let me pick which one. Um <laughs> Okay, uh, the first movie title that I'm going to throw in is uh, Perforated Justice. (laughs) Perforated
2: (laughs) Justice.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh,
2: wow. So pick a genre. (laughs) Perforated Justice.
1: Well, Perforated Justice is, of course, a crime thriller.
0: Yeah,
2: that sounds about right.
0: Okay. All right, good. Uh, So uh, what do you guys think? Um... I think it
2: involves a detective probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um solving solving multiple cases, but because the justice is perforated, they're all really <laughs> easy to solve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all all oh the threads god. of the
1: story just separate easily. <laughs> yes. <before.
0: laughs> oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like have it set up to where he gets a case, and then like he goes to the crime scene and everything is like really like dark and grimy and gritty yeah. and stuff it re- it the tone is seven. But yes. all the
1: cases are super easy. He actually solves seven cases in the time. Oh, it, my
2: God. In the run time. It's like seven in Blue's Clues have a baby.
1: Yes, exactly. It's actually uh, Steve is the star. Oh, that is
2: fantastic. It's Detective Steve. Detective Steve. <laughs> exactly. Detective Steve Blue.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, I love Steve that. Blue. Yes. And so he he does, however, have a dark past, and mm. that's kind of – the 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 holes in his story that he is not willing to tell other people
2: it's the perforation of his story exactly yeah <laughs> but of okay. course the eighth case that comes along is the one that's really really hard okay and that's okay. that's the climactic conclusion okay and he <clears throat> ends up killing himself cuz he can't solve it jesus i don't know i'm not good at endings <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can I you know I have no emotional attachment to this character so yeah we can kill him, <laughs> him off. <laughs>
2: mm, I don't know can you think of a better ending? I
1: mm. uh, I mean you said it so we got to run with it. It's a tragedy
2: really. <laughs> right. okay. Yeah it turns into a tragedy. Uh what he, about the his... thing is
1: before we think or he thinks he's going to solve the eighth case the problem is his past comes back to haunt him um and we actually get the kind of an anticlimactic um, disappointing ending to to Steve's story. I see. Okay. So what but about really this? the end is a, is a passing of the baton because um, the entire time he's been he's been training kind of an understudy, and so we are like that understudy, or the understudy serves as as our perspective on all these cases, and he is surprised by how easily um, he the, how easily Steve is able to solve all these cases, and so um when one finally comes along he, you know it's a big I, I knew this would happen and so when steve dies there's there's a sense that he might take up the mantle
0: ah kind of like the the dark knight rises effect exactly uh-huh. nice nice what about steve's personal life is it as perforated as his is I just a
2: i don't know
1: well again it's not it's not so much about him they we get a little bit of background Uh well Steve's uh sorry Steve's personal life, um he is a foster child of course of course course. (laughs) right so like his his youth like his his home life was perforated because he was from one home Uh to another like loosely connected
2: very good nice right
1: yes um and so uh uh, you know his understudy his his pal his his uh the new kid on the block it. It leaves it open, and I think there might be a sequel, um, uh, Perforated Justice 2, (laughs) (laughs) Two-Ply.
0: I love it. I love it. Very good. Uh, The Apprentice's name, uh, Detective Blue. Wait, is his name Steve? Steve's last name is Blue? Steve Blue. (laughs) (laughs) I f***ed up. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick Jr., Nick is his name. Nick. Oh Jr. my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Okay, so so we've got perforated justice is the story of uh Detective Steve Blue who has a very easy time um solving cases and his understudy and his apprentice of sorts is uh <laughs> Nick Jr <laughs> who uh, who takes up the mantle when uh Steve kills himself after having the uh the eighth case of his of his career or of the time the runtime uh beating him.
2: Right. Very
0: good. Yeah, so that's right. perforated justice coming to a theater <laughs> near you soon.
2: Oh god.
1: Oh wow. Twenty well, summer twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: summer
2: twenty seventeen.
0: Wow. Okay. Alright, All right. so who should go next? Tiny,
2: do you wanna Sure. I'm just going to start at the top of my list and work my way down. The first one, uh, the title is Space Mattress. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: man. What? I love this. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. Space so, Mattress. The genre, um, I mean.
1: Well, it's an erotic thriller in
0: space. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's, it's like Fatal Attraction on, uh, on a starship.
0: Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Let's let's go with that <laughs> <laughs> space mattress. Okay, so let's see. So it's it's about <laughs> uh, could it be about a brothel that's uh, orbiting a a uh, a planet that is slowly being um, uh, that humans are slowly colonizing?
1: Yeah. Well. It's uh, – this planet, if, if you don't mind me kind of switching gears, this oh, planet on. is distant, right? And so this mm-hmm. sleazy guy kind of looking for a, a quick fix, a get-rich-quick scheme um, is on this ship, uh, and he decides to start a brothel using um, people from that planet or beings from that planet. And he actually ships humans to this planet um, and, of course, our, our hero of the story – played by Katie, Katie Sackhoff, um, (laughs) stows away onto one of the ships, um, you know, disguised as one of the prostitutes because she hears about this, you know, stories are coming Mm. back to earth. And so she flies out, uh, to, what is it? Space
0: mattress, space mattress,
1: (laughs) she flies out to, uh, uh, space mattress to kind of confront this guy. And so of course, you know, she, she takes a couple of the women under her wing and um, she tries <laughs> to get them off the the weird blue space drug that they're all on. And <clears throat> a couple of them die along the way. And so she is in the bedroom with this with this sleazy dude. Of course, he has a mustache. Um, <laughs> and so they're about to go to town and she tries to kill him but he's kind of hip to it you know he like it's not the first time he's been around the block it's not the first time he's seen uh, kind of an uprising because uh, all these space girls are a little crazy so katie sackoff uh, actually gets captured like he knows and so one of the uh, one of the three girls that were kind of under her wing early on in the movie decides to kind of take up um the the work that she's trying to do and they break katie sackoff's character uh out of prison
0: Wow! Wow! Holy...
2: So it's like Avatar, but with more sex. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah.
0: The, I just have like flashbacks to uh, when when I was a kid, and the like best thing in the world was stumbling upon Emmanuel in space on HBO in <laughs> the middle of the night. Um, <clears throat> wow! So. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm just still laughing at the title. <laughs> like Space <yeah>. mattress." <laughs> I know. Um okay, so I don't know how else to expand on this.
2: Yeah, that was in depth.
0: So, so I'm kinda <laughs> I'm, I kinda riff too much. No, 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 you're fine. <laughs> All right. Uh so why is he why is he evil? Did He's, we trying question.
2: He's trying to profit from uh, you know, taking advantage of the native population of this planet.
0: Okay, right. so there are natives on this planet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how? Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow.
2: Yes. Alien sex is the unobtainium of this.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
1: well, it's a new. It's a new sensation. You know, it's something the Earthlings haven't experienced yet. They're yes. always looking for the next thing, mm-hmm. right? And so this guy can offer space sex.
2: It's the kinkiest sex that's ever been invented.
0: Right. That's the tagline right there. <laughs> uh, space, ma- space mattress. Space mattress. It's the, the kinkiest, kinkiest sex, sex that's ever been invented. Ever been invented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I'm going to put that on my
0: resume. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, my God. All right. So, Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was Mike, well done. That was great. That's...
1: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. My turn. You guys yeah. ready for this? Oh, yeah. Um this one is called Breakfast Part 2
2: Lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um well clearly it's about two two characters who are madly in love. Okay. It's 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 a romantic Wait,
0: yeah, what's the genre? Let's, right. let's okay. establish genre. It's,
2: it's a romantic drama. <sighs> okay. So two characters are wildly in love, Mm -hmm. and they are the hungriest people ever in the history of the human race. (laughs) And they find out they love each other after they eat while they eat breakfast. Okay. And the only way they can love each other (laughs) is through breakfast food.
0: (laughs) So then, okay, okay. Can do you mind if I run with that? Go for it. (laughs) So the movie. depicts what they have to do the the the, uh the struggle of their relationship revolves around them having to move on to lunchtime yes (laughs) and and how that negatively affects their their relationship at the end of the first
2: movie they realize they hate each other after all the (laughs) breakfast food is gone (laughs) oh my
0: god that's ridiculous that is that is so ridiculous (laughs) I so, think
1: it's an instant classic.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. It's like, it's like 500 days of summer with breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like the Ikea scene nice. in, in 500 days of summer. It's that, <laughs> except they're at a diner. Okay. They're at a Denny's. They're at
0: a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> or an IHOP if they can't get clearance for Denny's. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. God. Oh, wow. Uh, so then the is main... it the second part of a trilogy, though? Because, I mean, part three is dinner time. Is that, like, where they get... To old age or something,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, it all, no, depends I know. on how much money it makes.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I breakfast know. Part Two, lunchtime. I mean? We're the
1: we're the kind of movie makers, though, that <laughs> that we are not. You know, we wanted to tell this story. It's not about it's not about the bank for us. It's not about this big story that we're trying to tell. It's we we wanted to do two, and we're going to finish the story at two. <laughs> we'll we'll see how two does.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, but I think I think the writer though really likes. This and he, he's already he already wrote the third one. Okay, and mm-hmm. I think the plot is that um, the two main characters, um, Eric and Sasha, play <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> Played by Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and Elisha Cuthbert. Oh, uh, nice, nice. Um, they reach old age, mm-hmm. and Elisha Cuthbert comes down with Alzheimer's. Jesus, <laughs> and he has to uh, remind. Remind her of the good times through uh, their chats over uh, over supper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, is, is
1: this the third one? That's the third one. This is the third right, one. Right. The third That's- one opens with an old man cooking breakfast. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Right? Yeah. And, and so he comes into the room and he goes, honey, uh, uh, f- I, I have some food for you. And she doesn't – she's kind of like <laughs> lost, kind of doesn't remember what's going mm-hmm. on. And she goes, guess what it is?
3: Mhm.
1: Breakfast for dinner.
3: Oh. oh
1: shit. Shit. Right? <laughs> right? I love <laughs> it. Breakfast for dinner is the best thing.
2: Yeah. It's pretty great.
0: Okay, how about this? Yeah, I, oh, it's the it's fantastic. So their entire relationship is based on their love of breakfast food and everything like that. And mm-hmm. then the the breakfast part two, lunchtime is where they try to they're trying to come to terms with eating a different meal and all that, obviously. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So what if the entire, the entirety of their relationship is like throughout all two, three films is uh, – we use a metaphor of an egg. <laughs> and like in the second movie when they have a rocky start and everything like that, they try to do – they try to incorporate egg into their lunch and it's just not working and everything. Okay. like And then they finally – maybe they have a fried egg on a hamburger and they love it. And that's how they overcome or
2: their adversity. They go to a Chinese restaurant, and get fried rice. Exactly. Yes. Yes.
0: Or <laughs> the man, what was his name again? Eric. Um, Eric. Eric. He is. He is. He is uh, seduced by a woman like a Chinese restaurant woman Ooh. who offers him fried rice with egg and he's like almost in love with her and then it's all about Alicia Cuthbert's character trying to win him back and then mm-hmm. she puts the fried egg on the hamburger and it's their they're set.
2: I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like
0: it very much. It writes
1: nice. itself. Oh,
0: it, it does. really does. <laughs>
2: <God>. <laughs>
0: this is
3: ridiculous.
2: <laughs> um, Again, what was the title, Mike?
1: Breakfast. It was uh, Breakfast Part 2 Lunchtime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, wow! Uh, and then, like the final shot of part three, the dinner time one is just an it, just two eggs in on a um skillet, just just frying and cooking, and then the end. Love it. Yes. No. Finn. Finn. Very yes. Yeah. It's a classic yes. movie. Okay, that's breakfast part two. Lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the weirdest conversations we've ever had. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to pick which one I want to bring up next. <laughs> one of my one of my joke titles was Jennifer Lawrence falls in love with an Indianapolis podcaster and the two of them get married and have babies. The movie.
1: Um, God, it's a fantasy, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, you had that one coming. Yeah, yeah you did. Um, All right. Okay, let's see. Uh <laughs> Okay. Uh, how about this? Packing tape. Oh, my God.
3: Oh. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm going to go. Family drama. Family drama. Family, oh, dang it. Okay. Family drama. Okay. Wait, did you have something else? <laughs> I was going to say horror. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say horror, and it's it's kind of like The Ring mm-hmm. in that someone recorded a woman packing up all her belongings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and from there something happens
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's well, an the movie actual... the movie
1: opens what you mean to say is the movie opens with a woman packing up all her belongings right, right? okay yeah and so what happens is um every time she goes into a new house uh, like well, she she moves into a new house, right? And so she's putting boxes away. She's like done moving in, and she's putting boxes away. And she goes up into the attic, and like on the ground, there's already boxes and they're open. And there's just like stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of packing tape. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she starts to like look through this packing tape, and and you know trying to figure out the history of the house, and like was the was it where did they sell packing tape, or you know what's <laughs> what's going on? So. Um she's looking through some of the pictures and in the pictures she finds multiple victims just kind of tied to chairs in packing tape right and as Ooh. she's looking at the pictures the the scene gets a little more gruesome and a little more gruesome um and so she's just kind of freaked out about about the history of it and so she goes to sleep that night the first night first week or whatever um and then she starts getting visions of these these like People coming up and trying to attack her uh, and like wrapping packing tape around her mouth and, uh, and stuff like that. And So um, come to find out when she was younger, um, she and her family were moving houses and her younger sister died in a packing tape accident. <laughs> so she, she keeps having these packing tape things. So packing tape works both as the killer – in her dreams, but also a met- a metaphor for kind of like putting back together your life
2: and and kind of moving on from the past. Wow, wow, deep. the the packing <laughs> The packing tape accident that the the younger sister died in mm-hmm. was uh, I'm going to go with this. It's very bleak, but she fell into a vat of adhesive that they use <laughs> to put on the tape that you gives it give it gives it its stickiness. Clearly <laughs> the adhesive is too thick to swim in and she fell to the bottom and drowned. Mhm. That's how she died. I like it. <clears throat> and
1: wow. so the 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 house that she moves into all that tape is actually the tape made from that vat of adhesive that her younger sister fell into. So it's got yes. like traces of her blood in it. <laughs> yes. And it's the mother actually who killed the younger daughter and the mother has been uh, pr- though presumed dead had been chasing our main character the entire time
2: yes the ghost of the younger sister haunts the tape that's in the house right <laughs> Yes,
1: and we think that the ghost is like doing all the haunting like negatively like poltergeist style yes. and <laughs> trying to uh, hurt our our main character um but we we find out that she was just trying to warn the main character of the mother who is actually doing all the bad things, who is yes. trying to kill our main character.
2: Absolutely. I just got With chills, you feet. guys. With packing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Packing that's a good one. Uh, and all this is just because I was looking at my boxes.
2: <laughs> Directed by Wes Craven.
0: Directed by yeah. Wes Craven. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, yeah. Is that that does 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 that do it for packing tape? I think it it does, does sound like a
1: modern day, like Wes Craven movie. It, it like, does, yeah. yeah. Right? Like what was that last one?
2: The that, Asylum that came what's that? Asylum? No. I think you're no, thinking no. of
0: uh John Carpenter. Oh, that was John
2: Carpenter, yeah. sorry, yeah. Yeah.
0: No. Of co- of course packing tape though, PG thirteen, My Soul to Take. <laughs> my soul I haven't soul seen that take. one. My uh, soul I haven't to seen take. that one either. <clears throat> wow. So we can yeah, agree back into PG 13. Okay. <laughs> PG 13 or like never before. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Okay. So tiny. Okay. I have an idea
2: for where this one would go, but I'm curious what you guys come up with. Okay. That's stupid. Okay. The title of this film is The Projectionist Lives. The Projectionist Lives.
0: Oh, man. Okay. So. Well,
1: unfortunately or fortunately sounds like another sequel. I mean Lives is a part 2. Yes.
0: Yeah. Or okay. Well, okay, so let's establish genre. Should it be a drama or should it be like a a um projection It sounds lives. like horror to me. It kind of does. Right? <gasps> or maybe it like it sounds a like thriller? a
1: like a um Peter Jackson horror movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I forgot that he did horror. Like the frighteners. <laughs> The Projectionist yeah, like, Lives. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Projectionist Lives, a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so is it about a haunted movie theater, a haunted antique movie theater in which the uh, movies, like the owner only uh, gets 30, whenever there's a 35 millimeter print movie showing, uh, you can see the Projectionist in the projection booth. Or, or... The conversion to digital cinema you can still see like the projectionist in there and for some reason all the files are like shown as if like they have the little marks to for the real change and stuff like that Hmm. should that be should that be the inciting haunting
1: yeah of course okay yeah (laughs) who's our main character what kind of main character do we have here
0: a budding uh (laughs) A budding film student who takes a job um, at the theater to help his perf- friend, his to help his, to help, his, to, help his, to help an elderly mentor who helped him get his love of film. Um, to help him out, he takes an, like an assistant manager job at the movie theater, and that's when he finds out that there are just horrible things imprinting onto the films. And that it's up to him to uncover the truth of the projectionist. And, uh, ooh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh. We need some bodies.
0: <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> right? Uh, is it that kind of horror?
0: I think so. Should it be? It could be, because all I'm thinking is like it could all take place over the course of a horror movie weekend marathon that the theaters. Yes. Show
1: Perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or this could just be, I wonder if this is what Tiny had a thought of. When this could just be a documentary about the projectionist that haunts the Irving Theater, starts over Irvington.
2: <laughs> that's not what I had in mind. Okay, that's good though.
0: Yeah, you can check that out at, at theirving.com. dot com. Anyway, um, okay, so let's let's expand on this. So that we have some bodies. Some, I assume, teenagers are going to be all over this movie marathon.
1: Well, of course, now, yes.
0: So how is the ghost of the projectionist? going to kill them. And is it actually the ghost or is it someone corrupting it like a human spirit or a human person? Or is it a copycat? Or, or is copycat, it a copycat? Or yes. is
1: it – the, the way I thought it was is that um, the projectionist in quotes, right, capital mm-hmm. P, is actually – um, just re- a, a series of subliminal messages that is kind of forcing kids to kill each other. Ooh. Happy
0: Halloween, Halloween, Halloween! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I like that a lot, though. Okay. Uh. Okay. Okay. So there's a bunch of murders in this town,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and and they all kind of come back to the victims. All saw. It could be a crossover movie. Uh, Detective Clue, D- Detective Steve Blue would be would be the one on the case and find out it's really easy to just find, okay, yeah, they're killing each other. Or it's Detective um,
2: Blue's eighth case that he can't solve. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: So then instead of killing himself, he just goes onto a space brothel for a space mattress. We're jumping the gun here. Guys. We are, we are, we are. So anyway, so... <laughs> so okay, these kids are turning up dead in this town and he and it's up to the college student guy, the film student guy who's kind of running the theater. He on one side he wants to find out he wants to figure out what's going on and because you know, it's bad for business that a bunch of kids are dying after seeing movies <laughs> in his theater. Uh-huh. But then he's also very very interested in it from a film student perspective. Uh-huh. Um and he's kind of wrestling with his demons of wanting to make a movie about it or something. Mm-hmm. Or to learn more about it, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's an ethical <laughs> dilemma movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, wow. So how does it end? What's 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 the? So these kids are dying. They're figuring out. They're trying to figure out who it is. The common link is that each before the night before the night that they died, they went and saw a movie at this theater. Mm-hmm. So what? How does it end? The 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 filmmaker. Well, they.
1: They try to burn down the theater. They do burn down the theater. Okay. Right? And cut to a year later, right? The guy, one of our our main character or one of the the main characters, one of the surviving characters goes to a movie in another town. And it's like the first time he's been to a movie in a long time. He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's been a while. I didn't know that I'd ever go back to a movie. But – you know, you you convince me, and I guess I better just get over my issues because whatever, blah blah blah. And then uh, so he's in the in the movie, and the last scene, of course, we see the projectionist in the movie that he's watching.
0: Yes, Ooh. again, chills. Again,
2: yeah, <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> um, this reminds me of a movie that I saw. Like, uh, I didn't see the actual movie, but um, there's there's a movie. Direct to DVD movie that I saw in the in the bins at uh, Walmart. That's called The Last Showing. It stars Robert England, uh, and it's about a couple trapped in a cinema are manipulated into becoming unwilling unwilling actors in a film being captured by CCTV cameras. <laughs> so anyway, um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, Robert England plays like a demented uh, film projectionist in it.
2: Oh my god! Yeah. But anyway, rip off.
0: I know. Yeah. yeah. That's a total rip-off of sure. The Projectionist Lives.
2: Our loyal lawyers will be in touch. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I see Ansel Elgort in the lead.
0: Ooh, I like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's Robert I mean, England is the projectionist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's awesome. Ah, I love it.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe. He'll have to audition. Let's not get crazy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's
0: not, you know. Yeah. Freddie, don't audition. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Wow. Uh
0: so that's the projectionist lives. Yes. Um,
2: what I had had in mind for it was like uh kind of like Die Hard but in a movie theater and the projectionist turns out to be John McClane. Oh my god. Like John McClane. It was more of an action thriller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why.
0: that's is, that is kind of ridiculous, it's but I stupid. think I love it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well
1: done. All right, yeah. are we ready for the next one?
0: Yeah, hit us with it, Mike.
1: All right. How many? How many of these are we doing, by the way?
0: I have no idea. I mean, if you're if you're running low, we can like do one more rotation. Well, we're at thirty. No, because I have minutes. a couple actually.
1: Okay. And I, don't, I want I want to, I want to do two more.
0: Okay. We need. Do you want to do? two Oh more? yeah, that's fine. Okay. And then okay. like after we're done, we can kind of run. Do you want to run through like the list of titles that we have just for? Yeah. Years? Yeah. You okay. Know. Yeah, two more because we're at thirty-three minutes. We're doing fine on time.
1: All right, so this one is um, I, you can you can kind of take this for what you will. We we've done a lot of goofing around, but uh, this one's super super vague, super basic. Here we go, uh, Agent Twelve. Agent Twelve. Ooh. Agent Twelve.
0: Okay, so tiny. What genre should we want? Is should this be a spy thriller? Should it be an action? Agent Twelve
2: man it's so basic it's so you could do bas- it you yeah, could do horror with that, yeah,
0: it could be like a like an agent orange kind of situation exactly thing. yeah, um,
2: <coughs> but I think it's gotta be a thriller
0: i th- like a spy thriller spy thriller Ish. maybe spy action thriller spy action thriller so okay. there's,
2: there's action in there as well, right, right, but is that kind of obvious given that it's a spy
0: thriller there's always some action right right, or is there I don't know spy thriller like uh notable spy thrillers in history that you know you can google. Um, <laughs> so Agent 12, okay. what sets him apart from oh my god the other 11 agents the other 11 agents. Um, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. This is so dub. Um uh he like Agent 12 is an agent of an elite uh, an elite squad of agents that only need a like that only need <laughs> Okay, there's 13 agents in this squad. Okay. And the chief, who's in charge of the squad, is named uh, Captain uh, Thomas Baker. So it's Baker's dozen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> agent thirteen goes rogue <laughs> and decides to off agents one through twelve.
2: Okay. So agent one through 12, eleven.
0: One through no agent. Uh, agent thirteen is Baker's dozen, um, and then agent he. Agent Thirteen goes rogue, and then he has to. He wants to of kill him. all so he's the other. Trying to kill the other twelve. He's trying, he's trying, to, trying kill to kill the other twelve, him. and okay. it's does up he to... successfully kill one through eleven? Let's leave some to kind of have like a ragtag group for Agent Twelve to kind of. Because if it's just one man on his own, that'd be kind of yeah, kind of yeah. tricky. Yeah, <clears throat> we need to have well, stakes. Okay. So Agent Twelve teams up with agents like. Two, five, one, and nine. Right. Um, <laughs> I was going to – you took a while. I was like, let's not dwell on the numbers. You're right.
3: let <laughs> just say numbers.
0: <laughs> so – but then the rest are oft, and that's their – their their deaths are what are uh, – that signal to them, that, like, something's going wrong.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's so, a pattern.
0: Yes. Yes. So two, five, one, and nine, <laughs> and then 12. Um, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, tiny, uh, location. Where should... A location. Well,
2: obviously, they are American agents.
0: Well, yeah. Because this cause... is an American movie. Yeah.
2: In America. And
0: there are no other countries in the world. Right. Uh, right. <coughs>
2: um, but let's say that just like all good good spy agencies do, they have agents stationed throughout the globe in case there's okay. any, any spy business that needs to be taken care of in, like, China or, or Australia or, uh i don't know wherever uh argentina okay so uh this is one of those movies that's like a lot of it's like one of the Bourne movies where they're in like um they're in like tunisia and then they're in london and then they're in new york city and then they're in india so it's like agent 13 is like hopping all around the globe trying to Mm -hmm. kill these agents and they're just trying to I don't know. They're trying to chase him across the globe. I don't know. That doesn't
0: work because they're all teamed up now. Right. <sighs> I'm trying to think of another Baker Baker pun or something of like the of satellite agents <laughs> that are across the globe. Like they they have Baker's dozen. They're their go to team. What about what about Captain Baker? Is he involved in in Agent Thirteen's rogue behavior, or is he maybe he, his death is what sparks the? interest or or really gets the remaining agents to really have a vendetta
2: uh see i think he turns out being a bad he turns out to be a bad guy nice like like he was feeding intel to agent 13 the whole time yes yeah about their movements and stuff
0: yes and agent 13 wants to go rogue and needs to kill the agents because they they hold the secret of of baker's like maybe he you know he overcharged. They know his. They know They know his. The, the secret,
2: recipe. They know his secret <laughs> recipe. <laughs> damn it, Mike! He <laughs> stole it! I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, my God.
0: I'm sorry. That is, that is awesome. Uh, you were gonna say it.
1: You were gonna
3: say it, Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, okay. I got the final line. I got the final line. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me, let me get this together. Um,. <laughs> okay. So Agent 12 is is uh, like in a in a locked uh, fight to the death with Baker. And uh, and so uh he has Baker hanging over uh like a beam or something. And he's about to fall and then he's like uh Baker's pleading with him or he, or Baker's like you you you're never going to stop uh n- you're never going to stop us and all that. We've got <laughs> Uh, i'm i'm everywhere or whatever and then uh he's like agent agent Thirteen's gonna go after you or something and then mm-hmm. uh agent 12 looks at him and he's like that doesn't matter in the yeast that's that was a lot of build <laughs> oh up for a oh really God. stupid stupid joke uh, boy instead of in the least guys i was oh, gonna, there i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> say
2: <laughs> i was gonna say that agent 13's name is thomas flower
0: <laughs> Flour! Oh my God! That's the secret ingredient. <laughs> Flour! That's so stupid. Oh Agent Twelve is uh, Dylan Frosting. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Dear God!
0: Oh my God! So stupid. <coughs> uh Agent Twelve. Agent Twelve. Agent Twelve. That's, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Baker's dozen. <laughs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> Agent twelve, tagline, get it while it's hot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh that's that's great. I love that. Oh. <sighs> wow. Alright. So Mike, how do you feel about that one? <laughs> that works. Nice. Um let's see. Oh, that one's not good. So you're up, Matt, right? Yeah, I'm trying to pick which one I want. Um uh, that one's t- eh. okay. This one I have kind of an idea about what it would be like, so we'll see what you guys come up with. Uh, the movie is called The Bartender's Apprentice.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, genre. It's a fantasy comedy. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a fantasy comedy, and so like, I think of like a. Uh, Kind of like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. In fact, I I picture Jay Baruchel as the Bartender's Apprentice, right? <laughs> okay. and so he is you know fresh out of college, doesn't know what he wants to do, but his friend tells him he can make hella bank bartending, <laughs> uh, and so he kind of takes up bartending, but he finds out that there's like a like a, a seedy underbelly of bartending that actually deals in magic. And so the reason they're able to mix drinks so well is because they mostly have practice mixing potions and things.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Uh, So that's, that's our, that's our plot. Tiny. What's, or that's our setup. Tiny. What's the plot?
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, geez. Uh, the plot is um, after Jay Barrichell becomes this apprentice for the the bartender, who I think is played by Alan Rickman. Yeah, um, <laughs> okay. well, he, clearly, clearly, yeah. I mean, it oh, has to be yeah. Rickman. There's no other choice. Um, he finds out that uh, there's a the, the, obviously. I mean, obviously, with anything like this, there's a hierarchy of powerful people in the magic world you know you have your wizards you have your warlocks you have your different you know different mm-hmm. levels of there's a hierarchy and so he finds out that one of the top wizards uh invent is trying to um put an evil potion into all of the alcoholic drinks that will um they will knock everybody out and like they'd be like muggles like all all the muggles okay. would get would be killed off with this potion and the magic people would take over the world and rule the world i'll tell you what actually it's prohibition
1: era <laughs> oh my god and so oh yeah. wow right and so these uh these these uh moonshiners these uh <laughs> what are the what are the people called that did it anyway bootleggers 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 the bootleggers um are you know, offering alcohol, but but turning people into things
0: okay. with their potions. Okay. Wow. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> this is so far away from what I had in mind when I thought of this title. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, is there anything else we need to decide on this one?
1: <sighs> I don't think so. How does it end? No. Um... Gosh, I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, it's a fantasy story. Jay yeah. Baruchel saves the day. Right, Yes, right.
2: he does, of course.
1: Tie it back
0: good. to history somehow. Like, his him saving the day is what repeals prohibition.
2: Yeah, him saving the day is convincing the senators to pass the 21st Amendment.
0: <laughs> there yep. you go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that is the bartender's apprentice. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> When I when I came up with the title, I thought it would be like a, a nice little romantic comedy with this guy who uh, like kind of coyote ugly meets cocktail kind of Jesus. kind of romantic comedy or, or whatever. a uh, little bit <laughs> No, of... that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. All
2: right. I think I'm up. Yep. Uh, the next one that I have is called Mega Audit Two The Receipt.
0: Oh my. Mega Audit 2. Mega Audit
1: 2. The receipt, the receipt.
0: Okay. Um Okay.
1: Oh, yep. That one's tough. What do you what do you got, Matt?
0: Let's see. Um I will say Okay, I think I got this. Okay. Okay. It is a teen a teen comedy what? where <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, or like kind of a college age comedy where okay. a, a student, a, a guy gets his tax refund, turns out that he's being audited, and he needs to find out how much, like, he needs to go back and find all of his receipts that he spent all of his money on and everything like that. But there's one receipt that he doesn't want the government to know about, and that is for, um, His contribution to ISIS. Oh, my No, no, no. no. no, no. Not that one. Not that one. I'm trying to think something like maybe it would be like a raunchy uh, sex comedy. So he'd have this really embarrassing – Okay. Yeah, it's like a porn site. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the the government official who's auditing him was his high school uh, – was the girl he had a crush on in high school. And she needs to go through all of his receipts. And the one receipt she doesn't want her to see is like one for like a really – like a oh gag my God. gift.
1: He got paid for doing a porno and didn't <laughs> claim it. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so – Wow! Yeah, but what happened in the
2: first movie? <laughs> first, I got it.
0: Oh my god, that's a good question.
2: Oh, that's funny. Why,
0: why are you trying to? Why are you trying to call out plot holes, Tiny? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, the first movie is his porno.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's a it's a parody of an IRS office. Yes, in because all- because
0: that is a very weird specific <laughs> fetish that people are really in demand for. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I I know what I'm googling tonight. Um,
1: <clears throat> I'm googling it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay, so so he yeah. So Mike, what do you think he sh- what what do you think should happen?
1: <laughs> um, he it turns out. His love interest did porn too,
2: yes, nice,
1: right, and so he kind of gets up in arms about it, you know at the it's it's kind of the um toward the end of the second act, he gets up in arms about the fact that she was also in porn, but there's of course the double standard there, and they kinda mm-hmm. they kind of hash it out at the end and uh decide to go into porn together
2: yes nice
0: yeah. <laughs> they make they make the third the <laughs> they make the sequel to. His porn, and then they they film it in her office, yes, in her government office, yep. right? Uh-huh. Yep, <laughs> yeah, but they forget to talk. claim it on their taxes, and that's the third <laughs> yes. mega audit three. <laughs> <Gosh>. Jesus Christ, <laughs> so stupid. Uh so okay, um, let's talk cast. Um, mm. I'm trying to think of the female. Let me get the female love interest one because I really have some uh, thoughts on this one. <laughs> um. <clears throat> First of all, wait. Who's the guy so I can pick one for like, the guy?
2: Um, hmm. Zac Efron.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. easy. Um, I'm trying to think of like a like not Alison Brie. I'm trying to think of someone who can play young.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I mean,
0: that's that's horrible. Oh my god. Well, they
2: have to, to be old enough to play at the IR, Old enough to work at that's, the R. S.
0: That's the tricky part, and she also needs to be his love interest from high school. Yes, and he's a college student. Hmm. Um. This hmm. is a tough one.
2: That is tough. <clears throat> she was a senior when he was a freshman.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Yep. And he's in medical school or something. I don't <laughs> <Right>. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did the porno to make money for medical school,
0: right? And in, instead of instead of using his uh his his knowledge of medical practices and, and like stuff like that, he decides to make a porno about the IRS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, instead of like a hospital porn <laughs> um <laughs> wow yeah and then the the oh my god i keep trying to remember i ellie, ellie kemper is uh is the female in it because i love unbreakable kimmy schmidt okay and her that'll work probably yeah. a little too old okay. okay and well she can play young <sighs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> Yeah, so that, so that, so she that's, she's not really that old. She's really not. I is think she? she's in low 30s. Yeah. 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 If that. But uh mega audit too, the receipt. <laughs> wow. What did you have in, How did you get that title? First of all, tiny. I don't know. I was trying to think of like what is like a super like boring,
2: banal job, and I thought of like a tax auditor. <laughs> and I was like, how do I make it sound like it's die hard? <laughs> <laughs> Just see. add a mega at the oh beginning. Yeah, and of course you guys went with a a, a teen comedy, <laughs> right. a romantic comedy.
0: Oh wow, <laughs> good, good one, good one. Thank you. <laughs> oh, these are these are ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so here we go. The last one, you guys riff on the 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 awesome movie, right? Coming summer two thousand eighteen, <sighs> the Z chromosome.
0: The Z chromosome. The Z chromosome. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh wow. Um chromosome Um
2: Well first of all, what genre is it? Zombie horror. Oh my god. Please please
0: (laughs) 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 Wow. Maybe. That's too basic though. Yeah. Z Um, chromosome.
2: I was thinking like uh like like sci fi thriller and mm-hmm. that uh the next step in human human evolution is the Z chromosome. Okay. Or maybe it's manufactured.
0: Yes, but to do what?
2: Hmm. hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but it stars Jeff Bridges. I don't know why he's just—he's just in it.
0: You don't need a reason for yeah. to cast Jeff Bridges. No. Yeah, um, he'll he'll fit in somewhere. It doesn't matter what the movie is. The Z chromosome. Okay. Z chromosome. Um, they try to scientists in a lab try to. Uh, I keep wanting to go to like a romantic drama kind of thing. Of course you do. I do. Well, you know. <laughs> um, they're trying to manufacture a a serum or something that gives people a specific chromosome or gives them gives them something uh to t- that makes them e- easily e- easily able to fall in love it's all it's all a thing about um put up by like Hallmark and stuff like that to sell Valentine's Day cards oh, but goodness. there's an <laughs> but there's an incident in the lab <laughs> That, cr- that creates... The Hallmark Lab. The Hallmark Lab, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and,
1: and Where Hall- all they do is test different kinds yeah. of glue
3: on uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> ha- Hallmark's R&D division. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Jesus. They, uh, there's a mix-up, and then they create this strain, this virus that gives people an extra chromosome that cr- makes them lovelorn zombies. I keep wanting to tie it back to zombies. Okay. And... So in they keep falling in love with people but so but they they just they're zombies. I I don't know. Wow. I'm trying to like
2: Would they be sex zombies? Cuz <clears throat> they're in love and they just want to have sex with everything.
0: Well, tiny love isn't always about sex, okay? <laughs>
2: so they cuddle people to
0: death. They do. Know. Oh my god! Oh, that 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 <laughs> they could have been. They could have been one of my titles. Anyway, um, okay. So the Z chromosome cuddled to death. <laughs> um, okay, the Z chromosome. What do you think? Tiny? I didn't know this one would
1: be so hard. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. You're fine. People hmm. start evolving to where they can they have an extra chromosome that I, uh, that makes them see zombies <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the z is what's tripping me up and yeah. I know
2: i know yeah i see it as like um scientists are trying to clone humans and oh. the first successful clone ends up having a z chromosome as well like a, like what men is double x women is xy is that right is that right yes 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 Yes. and so the clone is xyz so people
0: are automatically born
2: and they have ultra ultra intelligence and it starts to it's it can reproduce asexually and it's kind of like the dinosaurs oh my god and it tries to slowly build an army and take over the world it starts with a prequel a, or a prologue. It starts mm. with a prologue where, like in 1981, they they clone <laughs> the thing, and like 30 years later, someone stumbles upon this town in like rural Arizona where the uh, the the XYZ clone has like built this town, and they're all it's all his like little little offspring that he's been turning into an army slowly, and it's set in modern day. So like over the last 35 years or whatever, he's been building. Wow!
0: Yeah, that's I love that. I love that. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say when you when you said the name they, of the clone, Zach. Zach, <laughs> Zach wow. nice. clearly, clearly, clearly. Oh wow! When you said that they produce asexually, I thought like, okay, Hallmark creates an army to fight the X Y Z people because them being able to produce reproduce asexually means that no one's falling in love with, anymore, and that's a threat to the institution of their. The gimmick of cards and and stuff like that. Hallmark, if you're listening, please don't sue us. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's so much better than anything I could have come up with. Tiny. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, and
2: I'd say the the clone the clone character is played by Paul Bettany.
0: Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Throw Andy Garfield in there too somewhere. Uh, I like it, Andrew yeah.
2: Garfield. That's a good call.
0: Yeah. I like that. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Wow. So that's the Z chromosome. Anything else we need to talk about <laughs> with that one?
2: I don't think so.
0: Uh, so, yeah, that, that gives us... We've, we've just pitched s- nine movies. <laughs> there's... Um, the ones... Oh, my God. Okay, there's Perforated Justice. <laughs> um, Space Mattress. Breakfast Part 2 Lunchtime. <laughs> Packing Tape. The Projectionist Lives. <laughs> Agent 12... The Bartender's Apprentice, and uh, Mega Audit to the Receipt and the Z Chromosome. God, and our work here is done. <laughs> yeah,
2: Hollywood, call us.
0: I, I don't miss. know that I would see
2: any
1: of those. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't see any of those
0: movies. <laughs> Packing tape sounds like it could be interesting. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Wow,
2: um, what are your What are some of your leftovers, Matt?
0: Oh my dude, I have so many leftovers on here. Um. Okay, I'll just read them. When when uh, you guys said that about cuddles or cuddling and stuff, I laughed because like one of the first ones I had was <laughs> the title "Deception Cuddles." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I also had the Court Reporter's Notebook. <laughs> oh boy! And uh, the Incarceration of Roberto M. Blood Money. <laughs> 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 oh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. And then uh I'll I'll say this last one and then Tiny you can say some and then I have more after you're done. Okay. Uh this one could have been a lot of fun um express lane. God. Uh yeah. Wow. What what were your, what were some of your leftovers, Tiny?
2: Uh some these are I'll just read all of them. Okay. Uh that's at the top I have The Lamp That Got Away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a Disney animated movie. <laughs> nice. Um Stalin Goes to Rio. <laughs> oh my god that'd be like a like a bing crosby okay traveling traveling Shh. musical movie from the 50s sure um the mug of justice
0: oh my god
2: um i wanted to do like a black exploitation one mm-hmm. and so i have one called a righteous blackshin god um mr thompson's train whistle <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, this is another. This is a symptom of just being uh, sitting in my room and trying to think of stuff. Refrigerator magnet for the reckoning. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and then the last one is um, alien invasion: the battle of Wyoming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I have, like, uh, several more. I'll just run through them real quick. Um, firmware update. God. Um, <laughs> guaranteed lowest price, <laughs> which I kind of envisioned as being, like, a workplace comedy um, <laughs> set in, like, a grocery store or something. God. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> connectivity loss. Um <laughs> Um <laughs> swipe right a tinder story. Oh god. Um, oh boy. <laughs> uh Marley's magic mixtape. Oh god. No idea why. <laughs> um, aftershave. Um, <laughs> this one this one is missed Connection but with missed Mist M I S T. Oh god. <laughs> and then the last one I had was The Housekeeper's Deposition. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Wow. Which, some of them sound like uh um, uh um John Grisham novels. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so, if you're listening and you have pitches for any of those titles that are left over... Please. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 you didn't let me go. Oh, do you have some left over? Yeah, I said oh, I had some. Oh, okay, oh, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, The Blood Club. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Jizzed! <laughs>
3: oh, my oh, god. oh my god! <laughs> <And> <laughs> I wonder what that, what would that be? Church camp. <laughs> church
1: camp. <laughs> a oh, teen comedy, like a faith-based <laughs> teen comedy.
2: Yeah. Oh my god! That'd be so great. Uh, oh my god! Uh, so that would be so awesome.
1: The, there's a spinoff or a sequel. Holy moly! <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
3: That's...
2: Wow. Oh wow. Oh,
0: it's church camp, church camp, <laughs> church camp. Oh my god! Like right after jizz.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, like a raunchy teen teen comedy. That's not raunchy because it's church camp. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. oh my god. Wow.
2: Good job, guys. Oh, that is yeah.
0: awesome. Well done. Yes. So, if you're listening, And you have any pitches for how the any of these leftover titles can go? Please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'd love to hear it. Oh, my God. If you email
2: us, that we will read it on the air.
0: Yes, yes. And if you want to contribute to our Kickstarters for any of the films, (laughs) our Indiegogo pages for any of the movies that we just pitched today, don't because we're not going to do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. So uh, how about some potpourri, guys?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: If this is your first time listening... (laughs) Uh, Potpourri is a section where we talk about whatever we're into, whatever we watch, whatever we're looking forward to, anything we want to talk about as long as it smells good. Uh, And I actually have quite a bit for potpourri, but it's not separated like I have been. So uh, who wants to go first and I'll organize my notes. I'll
1: go first. Okay. Okay. Um, I just saw Liam Neeson's best action movie since Taken. Ooh. I saw Run All Night. Have you guys seen it yet? No. No. It was actually really good. Nice um huh. yeah he he's put out everybody knows he's put out a lot of turds lately yeah um a walk'em on the tombstones was pretty bad um f- before there was um what were the other ones unknown. Yeah, and then there was another one that was bad. They they've just been bad, you know, capitalizing on the Taken thing. Not to mention Taken two and Taken three, which were awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But Run All Night was just I, I really like action movies where characters make logical decisions, mm-hmm. um, nice. and everything seems plausible, and the whole movie was very plausible. Tight action, a good a good script, a uh, uh, a quick pace. Um, it was just it was just pretty good I, I i can see if this came out the same time uh or if this came out as this at the same time or instead of taken I, I think it would have been just as successful and you can't really say that about any of the other ones nice. um so it was good definitely worth seeing
0: nice cool yeah i'm I'll really surprised to hear that yeah me too Who? Yeah. uh it's about like him trying to uh save his son or something who plays his son is it's not Jai courtney is it
1: no, it's okay. um, RoboCop. RoboCop. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Joel 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 Kinnaman. Kinnaman, Kin- 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Swedish yes. or something. Yeah. And
1: he's great. I really like him a lot. Um, nice. I I wish he had more to do in RoboCop. Yeah, um, I I, I think he's to. better than the script allowed. Yep, I agree. <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm just kind of excited to see him in more things. He was and he was good in Run All Night.
0: Nice. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, tiny, what do you got?
2: Yes. Um, I went and saw the film on Friday. I went and saw uh, Insurgent, mm-hmm. the latest Divergent Wait. series movie. Um, I, you can hear me talk about it on a future episode of uh, Nerds Domain podcast. Um, I went there with um, Matt Quiet, who runs that podcast. You um,
0: cheated on us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was invited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so I went and saw that with him, and, and we talked about it in the theater right after we watched it. It was fun. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, just just my thoughts on it. I I really, I was pretty underwhelmed by it uh, again because I saw the first one and really really disliked the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just it's just a really boring franchise so far. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's trying to capitalize on the this current fad we have going of dystopic teen young adult stuff like the maze runner and the giver and, uh, the hunger games and all other 20 of them. Um, (laughs) and it's, I haven't seen some of those other ones, but man, this is, this is just not the divergent movies have just not been, been in the same vein as the mocking J movies or the hunger games movies. Um, it's, I, I think the cast is pretty solid. Like I think Shailene Woodley's okay. And, Theo James is the male lead. He's fine, I guess, um, but it's just, it's just they just don't give him anything to work with. These scripts are just like they're just like scraping the bottom of the barrel for these scripts. I just don't know why they can't make Jeez. them more interesting. Um, this one was a little bit better. Insurgent was a little bit better. Uh, they upped the action, which was good because the first one was like I was expecting some action and basically didn't get any. It, it just felt like there was none in that first movie because it was all just so. Mm-hmm. It was so, like, there's plenty of fighting, but it was like, there was no choreography whatsoever. Wow. It was just really bland. There was no style to it at all. Um, huh. And so the second one, there's a little bit better camera work with the action and the fighting and stuff. Um, and um, Miles Teller is in it as well. He was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was much better in the second one. He did. A, he, he had a lot of good comic relief in this one. So nice. uh, he was the kind of the highlight of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, they're just really, it's just a really boring series. I, I'm mm. not sure. I don't know why they keep making, oh, they keep <laughs> making money. I don't know why people keep going to see them. So.
0: yeah. And I think that the Allegiant is the fourth one or the third one. And is it's the, a, it's a trilogy of books. And I think they've already said that they're going to split it into two movies. I figured. I oh, think. Geez. I know. Ugh.
1: Let's not,
0: let's not.
2: Yeah. yeah. God damn it. So annoying.
0: Yeah um i never i never saw divergent i i kind of wanted to see it just i wanted to read it and see it, but i just never got around to it mm-hmm. um and i i just couldn't bring myself to you know bother with it
2: yeah i you know i can 't recommend it <laughs> it's just not very good
0: <laughs> okay um. uh okay should should i go next or? yep okay um so as I've been doing the last couple episodes, I have organized what I've been watching in terms of what I've, the service that I've been using to watch it. So I have Amazon, Netflix, Hulu Plus, and one other one on here. I'll start with Amazon. My, my turn will be on what I've been watching on Amazon. Um, I talked at length a while ago about uh, The Man in the High Castle, which was one of their pilots that was released in January. They had their pilot season, <clears throat> and I really liked it. So they've picked up... A couple shows from that pilot season, and one of them is the show Mad Dogs. And it's got Steve Zahn, um, Romany Malco, uh, Billy Zane, and two other people. Um, Basically, and it's executive produced by Sean Ryan, who I love from uh, his work on The Shield. So Mad Dogs is about a group of friends, these four guys who are invited to Belize to uh for the like a little vacation uh to visit their friend who started this company and then cashed out uh sold the company and basically made enough to retire in his 40s Hmm. so they all go to this 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 house and then they kind of slowly start to realize something's a little off he's he's kind of in their friend is kind of in deep with some some people that are willing to do horrible things um And basically from there, the it really just delves into kind of their interactions and, and what they're doing in this kind of dramatic situation. I'm trying to be vague because, I mean, I can't really say anything without spoiling it. And there's only been one episode because um, it's part of the pilot season. But I, re- I really enjoyed it. Um, the, the location, I, I don't know if they filmed it in Belize, but my God, I mean, it looks just beautiful. Nice. Um, And I can't imagine how expensive it could have been to film. (laughs) Um, But I mean, it's just, it's just this landscape of like the, the beachfront villa that they're, that they, that they're in and then they go uh, out to sea to like, uh, take a, take a yacht to, to like Guatemala. It's just very beautiful landscapes. And it's, it's just really interesting to me. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it quite as much as The Man in the High Castle. Like it didn't like, Rap like, like, really grip me that way, but it there is some pretty good potential, and there's some good character interactions between the, the uh, characters. Um,
2: nice, I like that cast,
0: yeah. And uh, Steve Zahn in particular, I really, really like him as an actor, mm-hmm. and I feel like if this takes off, it could kind of really be a good fit for him. Um, mm-hmm. oh, and uh, Michael Imperioli is in it, nice, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> Which, uh, seeing, like... uh, I I saw a few episodes of season one of The Sopranos, like, months and months ago. And just, like, he... I mean, he looks kind of... Not haggard, but, I mean, he hasn't really aged as well as, like, Steve Zahn and... Yeah. (laughs) Billy Zane, but... Right. But whatever. The other Amazon show that I watched, I just watched one episode of it. It it was just renewed for a second season. They had the first full season on Amazon Prime right now. It's ten episodes. It's called Bosch. It's got... Titus Wilover, who was in uh, later seasons of Lost, <clears throat> and then he he is a detective whose partner is Jamie Hector, who played uh, my Mil- uh, uh, Marlo Stanfield in uh, The Wire. Nice. So Bosch is based on uh, a book series, the Harry Harry Bosch book series, um by Michael Connelly. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So it's about a detective. He's kind. Of, it's kind of a gritty kind of detective cop show and it's like the the show the first episode is about him uh tailing the suspect and then shooting him and then while he's in a uh while he's while he's in court cuz the family of the victim or the family of the dead guy has sued him uh while it's his career is kind of on the line he gets a new case that is uh this he gets a new case <clears throat> so and you know there's not really that much about the show that i can talk about from the one episode but it it you know it it's filmed very well like it's uh the opening like the opening credit sequence is really just it really got like really hooked me in hmm. and uh the acting is all really top-notch uh lance Head, uh lance reddick is uh is a uh, uh, like his captain or something hmm. and it kind of plays with some cop cop show tropes but it it has potential to be pretty pretty good, and it just got renewed for a second season. And there is like uh, maybe fourteen or fifteen books from which they can have uh, adventures from. Wow. Uh, which from from context clues, it seems like the first episode in the first season uh, cover. And it, is it? <clears throat> it's a serialized show pretty much. So mm-hmm. the first season I assume covers one of the books and I think the book wasn't published until 20, 20 2002 so it's kind of in the middle of it cuz it started in 1992. Anyway, oh. so that's Bosch uh and and Mad Dogs both on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> cool. Mike, have you watched any of Community season 6? No, I have not. Okay. Tiny, me, have you? Me either. Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, it not great? No, Jake no, no. don't no. like it. Really? It's uh, it's really good. I, I mean, just oh. the, I mean, you know, it's community. It's season six of a show that I love, so it's kind of like, you know, it's not like pristine community, but I mean, there, it's it hasn't lost its essence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The it's spirit. <clears throat> it's spirit, exactly. Like when watching the first couple episodes, I was just like, I'm so happy to be watching Community. <laughs> um but okay i got one
1: for you okay i don't want to hear too much about community because i'm still i'm going to watch it's not like i'm boycotting it
0: right 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 okay so um what
1: i've kind of been singing the praises of the voices a lot lately with ryan reynolds have you guys seen or heard of this
0: i've heard of it i haven't seen it it's where he uh hears voices or his he imagines his animals talking to him
1: yes his pets talk to him uh Mm -hmm. and he kind of he has obviously has psychotic tendencies um and it was it was really really good. I people ask, yes. you know, obviously how I would describe it, and they just describe it as a a really 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 dark comedy.
2: Okay. Hmm.
1: Yeah. It's oh. I mean it's a horror movie with with um comedic influences, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I just I love the choices that Ryan Reynolds makes. Nice. nice. Yeah, and this is just another Sterling example of of good choices he's making in movies, and so. I really liked it. I, it's it was it was good. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um I'll I'll jump over to what I watched on Netflix. It's just one movie. Um although it's kind of interesting. This is a movie that I I'd heard about. I, I didn't know much about it. I just knew that it starred um uh, uh, what's his name? Um 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 uh, Xavier Young Xavier. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah. yeah. Um So this movie stars James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain. It's called The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. Oh, nice. Yeah. And what's interesting about it is that it's two movie. It's three movies are on Netflix right now that are called The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. It's uh, the full titles are The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby colon him. And then the other one is colon her. And then the other one is colon them. Hmm. The actual symbol of the colon, I
2: remember hearing yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> hearing about these,
0: yeah, so I watched uh him, and it 's interesting because the reason that it 's two movies that that were filmed it 's uh one movie is from the male 's perspective, the other one is from the female's perspective it 's a movie about a couple who experience a tragedy and then uh separate and it 's a married couple who experience a tragedy and then they separate, and then the two movies are. Each movie depicts the different uh, perspective of this of the split, mm-hmm. basically. And <clears throat> it's interesting because, as a concept, I really like it. And of uh, and the the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, them, is basically, from what I understand, it's not a movie that was created in part of this. It was it's basically like the Weinstein's bought it. And then decided that America needed to have one singular movie, so they cut it together. Yeah. So him, and you know, before going into it, I thought, okay, well, maybe I just won't watch them. I'll just watch the two movies and be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, I only watched him, and it's very clear that it's, like, it feels like it should be, it feels too exclusionary in it like like i like it as a concept but it is harmed by the concept because it's only from his perspective so you get like uh like in the early part of the movie um he gets a call and she's in the hospital so he runs to the hospital this is before they separate and then you just see her with like a broken arm or something and then that like they don't explain like what happened i i don't think that they explain what happened hmm. um hmm. bill Hader has a supporting role as uh McAvoy's best friend and coworker. And there's a whole subplot where James McAvoy is the manager of this, uh, restaurant bar restaurant thing. And it's like about to go under and he's dealing with, you know, uh, dealing with, uh, his, his wife leaving him while also probably losing his job. And it's really interesting. It's an interesting character study of a guy that's, you know, he's lost, uh, lost his wife and, and trying to, uh, trying to deal with a breakup basically. And it ends on an interesting note that makes me want to see her, the the other part of it. Um, but I mean, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't, I wasn't like too crazy about it. It was just a really, it, I'm liking more the concept of it than I do the actual finished product of this. And then my opinion might change when I watch the other the other movie. So that's the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. All three are on Netflix. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although I have a gripe about Netflix. They don't – like the the three movies are on Netflix, but they all have the same cover art, which just says The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. So it isn't until you highlight them that you see like which version it is. Uh, so that kind of bugged me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. First and, World. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you want to hear First World problems? I, I can – I'll like end this out here if you guys don't have anything more. No. <clears throat> okay. So Hulu Plus – like and, and – I'll lump in Yahoo screen like I've had problems getting Yahoo screen to work with watching community and last night I watched the second episode. I had it on my tablet, loaded up the Yahoo screen app, press play, and then just it it was it was it wouldn't connect for me like i I was watching it and then it didn't it, it, it just messed up or it was like lagging. So what I did was I went and I had my laptop. I had two of the boxes that I'd packed sitting in front of me with my laptop on top of it. And then I was just watching it like that. I was, I was watching it on my laptop, but, um, I, I had a playing in Chrome on my laptop halfway through the cold open. It just jumped to four ads in it. Uh. And then two of the ads didn't have any audio. Then when it went back to the show, it just skipped to the clip for next week's episode. Gosh! So I like finally I got it working again, and I got it I got it playing well throughout it and all that. But I mean, just my God! I like I I love and respect I respect Yahoo for <laughs> resurrecting community and putting it in a in a in a way that's easily accessible to us without having to register or without having us uh, pay for their service or anything like that, but. My God, if it isn't the most buggy thing, and it's so frustrating. Um so, but then and then I mean I've I've heard people say that they've they've had a similar issue, so and I'm willing to bet that it might be my internet connection, um, uh, which I'll know more next week when I have my new place and have my own internet, my new internet setup. And then uh Last thing I'll talk about is Hulu Plus. I watched uh, the most recent episode of The Last Man on Earth, which that show is really funny. uh, But it's so weird and so unique that it's like it's probably not going to last very long. Um, (laughs) It it really isn't. I mean, and it's a shame. But I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, But I have – I've experienced some issues with Hulu Plus also. Like Netflix runs perfectly fine everywhere that I use it and everything. But Hulu Plus – i I watched one episode of the Last Man on Earth, and then I switched to watch uh the latest episode of the, uh of uh brooklyn nine nine and then it kept lagging and buffering, so then I switched to Mindy Project and the same thing, so I don't understand technology
2: it's a bummer, yeah, yeah, one of the problems with cord cutting
0: yeah exactly, and like I said, this could be my internet because i have I have uverse at home right now, and I don't think the speed it, like i'm i'm getting comcast i'm selling my soul to comcast next week and i'm going to have what i assume is faster internet speed than what i'm getting with uverse right now so <clears throat> hopefully that'll be the end of my problems getting comcast that'll be the end of all my problems <laughs> <laughs> gosh so i'll have more to more to report on that one next week cool
1: Sweet.
0: so i think that about does it guys yep yeah. One hundred
1: episodes yes. in the bank. Yes, a hundred. Uh, what? Just really quick, because nobody's listening anymore. It's the end of the episode. <laughs> what were? Let's run through. Can you guys remember some of the other ideas we had for hundredth episode? Um, I said our favorite one hundredth episodes of TV. Yeah. yeah, That was one idea we had,
0: and I liked that idea. Yeah. Um, I was really wanting to do fake trilogies. Should should we say that or save that?
1: Oh, I think we'll save it. We'll do it eventually, won't we?
0: Okay, yeah. Sh- I mean, should I cut that out of the episode? <laughs> oh. Uh, no, you leave you it, leave it, in. it in. Okay, yeah. it's vague enough. Listen listen to us talk about fake trilogies sometime. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, like, I think there was talk in the early days, like, doing, like, a clip show. <laughs> um, we
1: were going to um, watch Anger Management a hundred times and report <laughs> on our uh, findings. <laughs> That was another, <laughs> another one we came up with.
0: Oh God, that would have been that would have been really funny because uh, we wouldn't have been able to manage our anger. We yeah, would have, we yeah. wouldn't
2: have podcast anymore because we all would have
0: killed ourselves. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, here's the hundred more totes, and uh, no deaf. It's been no, a lot no of fun, def. no deaf, no deaf, no death. no no, no def.
1: Def. Most death. <laughs> Most deaf. Guys, I'm drunk.
0: (laughs) 100 episodes, Mike, and you choose this one to mess up on. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Jesus. Uh, No, but, you know, 100 episodes is fun, and this is the last episode in Turbo Radio Studios.
2: Woof. Yeah.
0: Woof.
1: Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Yes, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. I need to. I have like four, four or five days to figure out a funny name to name my Wi-Fi at home in my new apartment. Mm. <laughs> First world problems, <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't
1: make it Turbo. Turbo. No.
0: No. 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 That,
1: that, I like the. This has been all over Reddit before. This is not new or original, but uh, I like the all the like surveillance van. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think that's been done before.
0: Yeah, and I like the hide your kids, hide your Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> that um, I, could just, I should just name it obsessiveviewer.com dot com, just yeah. so that people checking the Wi-Fi can go to it. <laughs> but then again, if I have like an attraction, then it so,
1: then it looks like you're viewing them.
0: Oh it yeah, does. that's yeah. True. right. It's
1: creepy. Like you are obsessively creeping. What?
2: As always, thank you for listening to the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Thank you to Loudlike for providing our awesome opening theme music. Their first EP is called Mistakes We Must Make and features our theme song, and Eclipse of Events. Please head over to iTunes and download their album. While you're there, make sure to give us a rate and a review. It helps us climb the podcast charts, and we really appreciate feedback. Speaking of feedback, please like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer and follow each of us on Twitter. You can find me, Tiny, at Obsessive Tiny. Matt is at ObsessiveViewer, and Mike is at IamMikeWhite. You can also check out the blog at ObsessiveViewer.com, where we, but mostly Matt, review movies, TV shows, and comment on the industry as a whole. While you're web surfing, please head over to our sister site, ObsessiveBookNerd.com, where we review books and comment on the ever-evolving world of reading. If you're philosophically curious, please go explore my side project, the Secular Perspective Podcast, which is a show that explores the concept of faith, religion, and existence from a secular perspective. If you have any thoughts on the podcast or suggestions for future episodes, you can also email us individually at matt, tiny, or mike at obsessiveviewer.com, or email the podcast directly at podcast at obsessiveviewer.com. Thanks for joining us today, and please come back.